want to welcome you guys on our podcast channels. Thank you for joining me here inside Night Moves HDQ for your next latest edition on the podcast. You are now listening also into the radio portion of our Monday through Friday night show on 1030s. I'm on the radio here. You want to also connect and say hello to all of our live streaming channels watching inside the radio show simulcast. Albeit, and we're going to be heading back into the show. We're behind schedule here talking about living through fear. Going to be dealing with deliverance tonight. Stay with us. Be right back. Go ahead and grab your notebooks, your Bibles. Make sure I unmute me, not on the radio. We're going to take a journey tonight, living, talking about living through fear, through deliverance. Almost finished on the advertisements. Hey, welcome in to Night Moves HDQ. I want to welcome you all into the second half of Inspiration, albeit I'm here at the bridge as I normally am after we come through relaxation side of the show we're into the b side and that means we're going to be joining our live streaming channels as well as our podcast channels for listeners and subscribers listening to the program at the same time that we're finishing up on the radio show so i want to say a greetings and hello to everyone watching right now on night moods channel as well as my personal youtube channel and you're checking in with us as we come to the bridge as we always do an inspiration after we come through the relaxation side of the program and tonight i wanted to spend a lot of time here before we travel onward and it has everything to do with living through fear and living through deliverance and that's going to be tonight's topic you can also remember you can email us at nightmoodshdq at gmail.com if you have a, a question i want to talk about this more in depth hopefully that we can hopefully i can help you in the process of deliverance tonight going to be sharing with you some scriptures on this side of an extended show um, our studio lines are open for you if you want to give a call albeit everyone watching on the youtube channels won't be able to call in or they can call in yeah the live stream can call in so the number you can call in on the studio line is 563-999 three six eight five the number again is five six three nine 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 three six eight five and i just realized that on one of the monitors i didn't have ready to go for tonight's second side dealing with freedom and deliverance so i want to make sure i get that done here real quick but go ahead and get your notes pencils ready we're going to be uh, diving in before we traverse through so normally what we do is we come to this 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 section of the bridge and this is a virtual place albeit you're listening to the radio show you're watching the simulcast um, you're listening to the podcast as well so you're getting in on on the back end of relaxation and tonight's a little bit different and we might do a couple nights on this living through deliverance if you have something that you need to be delivered from then you want to check in here and i call this the safest space on radio safest space during the podcast safest space at all because we're dealing in the secret place we're dealing with the presence of the kingdom of heaven on all things truth upon truth so before we head over 
And the, the bridge represents the Holy Spirit who leads and guides you into all truth. And I say this every, every time we come together is I want to challenge you to learn about the 100% essence of Abba Father inside of, of your heart. That is the Holy Spirit. John chapter 16 verses 7 through 14. John 16, 1, 6, starting at verse 7 through 14. Jesus weighs out the functions, purposes, and responsibilities of the Holy Spirit who is in each and every one of you being born again. And maybe you're listening to the show tonight and you may be saying, I'm not born again. Well, this is your moment and you're still here because maybe he's pricking at your heart convincing and persuading and convicting your mind to change from your, the errors of your ways and become a follower of Jesus. And over and over and over, you'll hear me talk about this here in Night Moods, that I don't discuss, teach off of religion. This is primarily the kingdom of heaven. And your engagement, as well as your encountering by faith, trusting and believing, in the Heavenly Father who sent His Son to redeem you and regenerate you back to Him so that you have accessibility and proximity to your Heavenly Father who is upon the throne. And with that, you'll be able to see through your born-again experience, you'll be able to hear and enter in the Kingdom of Heaven, and you'll also be able to see the Kingdom of Heaven. And that's given to us in John chapter 3, verse 3-5. through 5. But it's here at this bridge, and I can't necessarily bring you across the bridge if you are not willing or wanting to get through freedom. It's really hard to drag someone who's not ready to be free. It's really hard to walk with someone who's not really and ready to be free. And the challenge to that is, here's the upside of that challenge, is because Jesus Christ and what he did on that tree died for your freedom. Now, it might mess with your paradigm, but when you understand the cost that Jesus provided and divested of himself and invested into the promise of the kingdom of heaven with his heavenly Father, when you really, truly realize the cost that he made that gives you your freedom because he redeemed you and stuck his Holy Spirit of His Heavenly Father inside of you. When you realize that cost and the factors that go with that cost, your steps through deliverance, your step through freedom will come quicker because you understand the cost. But if you don't understand the cost, it's hard to cross the bridge and the bridge is the Holy Spirit. He brings us to all of our destinations and He leads you into all truth. He transfers what He hears from heaven into your hands. And he delivers to you future events, means he prophesies on your behalf. He is intentional about intercession. He is intentional about helping. So, his functions, his purposes, and responsibilities have everything to do with intentionality, and the will, and the purpose, and the plan of your Heavenly Father. And if you can't connect into intentionality then your deliverance will be the challenge of your life 
It will be the hindrance that keeps you from stepping across the bridge, stepping on the bridge, because some of you maybe can't step on the bridge. So I'm going to be talking tonight. I'm going to be sharing some, some scriptures to help you out and help you to live practical in faith. I'm trying to think where I want to go next because we're a little bit behind on time here. And it's kind of important. And I want you all who are listening to check in with yourself. Engage where you are at. I mean, let's, just, let's just get down to the foundation of life for where you're at. And if you're dealing with stress in your situations and circumstances and your crisis, if, if you're dealing with stress in any one of those areas, then I want to talk with you. I want to talk with you and help you to stand on a foundation and help you to think practical and walk practical and process you in the middle of being practical. And remember, faith without the corresponding works is dead faith. And this bridge that we come to on this side of inspiration, because we just finished up relaxation, it's hard to walk across the bridge. It's hard to cooperate with the Holy Spirit when you truly don't want to be free. Because if you wanted to be free, you would simply begin to walk. And the walk is a walk of faith. That your Heavenly Father has every honest, truthful, willful intention to keep you in happiness, to keep you by His Spirit, to help provide the steps that you walk when you are aligned to Him. When you're aligned to his intentionality, his purposes, and his plans, his intentionality is his will. But if you don't want to cooperate, even with who he placed inside of you, it's hard to walk in the manifestations of the Holy Spirit when he is present forward and you are present past. Deliverance ushers you into a future but there are many who don't want the future out of fear and so you are declining Jesus Christ in your life I want you to think about that as I kind of get things situated and it may raise some hairs raise some eyebrows you may give me that certain look um, but you are literally declining his invitation to have access and proximity to your Heavenly Father. You are even declining the process of cultivating a kingdom life when you truly do not want to be free. When what you see and what you hear naturally supersedes spiritually. Because then you got a conundrum on your hands. The justified shall live by faith. Faith in what? Because if you can't trust anything in the natural out of a trauma, crisis, situation, or circumstances, how in heaven will you trust your Heavenly Father who has placed in you your advantage? And you don't want to cooperate with the advantage that's inside of you. See, we have a... We have a systematic problem. Two systems are at the crossroads. What system are you choosing? 
And sometimes these conversations are hard conversations to have because when we really get down to it, at the end of the day, between you and your brain and your heart, between your ears and what you see in the mirror and what you feed your mind and the things that you don't want your mind to be fed on that could benefit you because they come from your Heavenly Father by His Spirit, you become that person at the crossroads who people pass you by. Because the Holy Spirit is a present, future Spirit. 100% of this essence has everything to do with your, your future and the mystery that you walk out. And I don't know how many times I apologize for victims of abuse in the body in Christ. I remember this goes back to one of my spiritual elders who's living at four of them, five of them, Father placed me underneath. Four are gone to, in heaven, and there's Apostle Brenda Carroll up there in Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, Apostle Tim Smith over in Rensselaer, Indiana. You hear me talk about Tim a lot on the program, on the, especially on the podcast, and you hear me talk about uh, Brenda by first name. No disrespect. Because I am the younger brother to them, albeit I am in the mid-century of my life in this generation. But I remember the conversation that Tim told me when he first met me. And this goes back to that little restaurant, Dairy Queen, just off of 65 heading towards Lafayette, Indiana. And in my first meeting, because uh, we were a part of a fellowship, I didn't know about Tim, but Tim was learning about me, and all I kept hearing was I need to introduce you to Tim, because we were a part of this fellowship of the affluent folks in Crown Point, Indiana, and I mean affluent. And I don't know, outside of the power of the Holy Spirit, how I found my way there, because we had moved there to train leadership. And so this is all by the power of the Holy Spirit that this is going down. But I met Tim at that small itty-bitty Dairy Queen. I mean, I mean, little town, country, and by the interstate is this one little restaurant, Dairy Queen, next to um, Burger King right there. And the first things he said to me not was, wasn't, excuse me, bad bad English. He didn't say to me, hi, my name is Tim. I heard I heard some things about you, and I'm glad to be here with you. No, this is what he said to me. As I looked him, and he was looking at me dead in the eye, he says to me, and tears begin to weep, Michael, don't hurt the bride. The bride has been hurt enough. And that was, I don't have any tattoos on me, but that was, for me, my, I call everything an encounter in the kingdom. This was my, my branding. My initiation, uh, leaving Chicago and beginning to travel across the Midwest into the kingdom, I was branded for life. This was my tattoo. Don't hurt the bride because they have been hurt enough. How many of you have been hurt and you are a part of the bride? And the hurt has caused you to enter into revolutions. And every time you stop, someone's hurting you. 
and then you enter back into revolution. So it becomes this centrifuge of force abuse. And every time you stop, you are being peppered on top of abuse, on top of abuse, on top of abuse. And so your next destination is where your revolutions come to a screeching halt. But you're still dizzy from being in the revolution. Excuse me. <clears throat> you're still dizzy from being in the revolutions. How many, does that sound familiar to you? And it doesn't matter, it's like you, you spin a top and it just keeps spinning, then it gets wobbly, and then it gets wobbly, and it slows down, and then you spin it again so that it can speed up. And in the spinning, it, at the top spin, it's at its most strength. And then it gets weebly, wobbly, and it slows down. It, it just, you can see that the top is, is really, you know, if it had feelings, it would be tired from spinning, right? But someone keeps spinning the top. And that is what is what I'm witnessing and what I'm seeing in the bride. And every time I have conversations, and I'm talking every time I have conversations dealing with deliverance, questions come to my mind. And one of the questions is, are you really free? Galatians 5 and chapter 1. Are you really free? And then those questions, as I start to plow through these questions, I go back to the first meeting, my first interaction with my elder brother, Tim. Michael, don't hurt the bride. They've been hurt enough. Now, I'm, I can't do justice to that statement because it was in that statement, the emotions and the body language that came with Michael, don't hurt the bride. The bride has been hurt enough. Because I watched a man in his 50s then, that was, you know, 12 odd years ago, sobbing. And it was nothing to do about me because I, I wasn't that, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking at myself as I am important. But it triggered something in me to realize that. And I've, I've, I know, I've known Tim, it's, we're in 2022, I've known Tim since 2011, yeah, 2011. So, and when I say I know Tim and I've known of Tim means we have spent hundreds of hours together. And I mean hundreds of hours. We have literature of us talking, of us writing transcripts. And just phone conversations and even in-person meetings and, and going down to Nashville, Tennessee and going down to Atlanta, Georgia, heading up to Madison, Wisconsin. We have, we have traversed mileage in the country and in the realm of the spirit together. But when I first met him and he was talking about deliverance without saying the word deliverance. Because he has been up and leading up to that moment back in 2011 when he first met me at that little itty bitty Dairy Queen. And I'm talking itty bitty because the town is less than mm, 400. And that's all they have there on the interstate. 
the emotions that came with Michael don't hurt the bride. They've been hurt enough. And since that moment, I, I realized the things that came out of our conversations, out of our fellowships, and realizing where God has brought him to, and that's witnessing and testifying to the very thing he told me, don't hurt the bride because the bride has been hurt too much. And so that branding has established in me a limit that I will never cross. So I do not get crosswise with my Heavenly Father. Because he, he brought to me a warning, but he brought to me a truth in a warning. And he brought me a truth in the warning as a severe testimony to this day that I am seeing hundreds upon hundreds in the bride hurting and not being impacted with the freedom that Jesus Christ paid for. The deliverance is too strong for them to walk through. The fear has crippled the mind. The fear has shackled the feet, almost as if it's been lodged in cement, poured cement. And over the years of that bride who's being hurt, that cement has formed. And they want it. Conceptionally, they want it. But realistically, they don't want it. Because they can't get past the hurt. Because they can't get past the trust. Because they can't get past the spirit of fear. And the logic of all of the scarring that has brought them to the point of placing the shackles back on spiritually. Placing the bondage back on mentally. See, I don't know how many more prayers are going to liberate the people of God if the people of God don't understand why he liberated them in the first place. Michael, don't hurt the bride. The bride has been hurt enough. See, on this side of night moods, you're going to get intentional testimony, intentional revelation, teaching, intensive purpose to help you practically understand how to walk out the faith. This is why I don't deal with religion. I can't tolerate religion. I can't stand religion because all religion has done, even back into the scriptures in the book of Luke, who was an associate to Apostle Paul, all that religion has done was bound the people of God and kept the people of God from entering and seeing the kingdom. So when I talk about angels and encountering holy angels in open heavens and hell, it freaks even the body in Christ out because they have been bound by who I call religious zealots, hirelings. So I go back to Michael. Don't hurt the bride. They've been hurt enough. And seeing Tim's face and the tears flowing from his face and the anger and frustration and righteous indignation that came through that statement, not at me, but just as a warning, a warning through love. Because of 
the greatest responsibility to serve the brethren at the highest levels across the lands. Michael, don't hurt the bride. They've been hurt enough. A serious conversation we're having tonight. I know the phones aren't, 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 aren't lit up, and that's okay. But you're listening to the podcast, you're watching the live stream, you're listening to the radio show at the same time. So we are, we're actually drawing in hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of listening to the show tonight. And if you're dealing with the unsatisfaction, the dissatisfaction, the disconnection to joy, to freedom, to happiness, we got some work to do. And that work doesn't begin with prayer. That work begins when you're ready to put in the work. See, I, I had an idea of where I was going with this, but this topic is so heavy. We're gonna we're going to not reinvent this, but we're going to traverse through this over the next couple of moments, couple of shows, couple of podcasts, because I recognize as I'm pouring out as much I'm able to pour out to you that the Holy Spirit within me is telling me we can't go forward. But he wants you to go forward with him. But how can you go forward in the Holy Spirit, cooperating with the Holy Spirit, yet you can't trust the Holy Spirit? Let's just get down to the foundation. Let's clear the table tonight. I'm not talking about the one who injured you emotionally, physically, sexually, psychologically, spiritually with the scriptures, spiritually with the raping, with the prostituting. See, there are just things that the church doesn't really want to discuss because the church knows that it has a hand in it. And if it talks about it, then it's responsible to it but see in the kingdom this is about liberation this is about your freedom so we must talk about the bondage we must talk about the shackles that have been placed upon hundreds to thousands of believers that have gripped them crippled them from stepping forward in cooperation with the holy spirit see my bible tells me that jesus christ set you free he placed you in a position to be free and i believe that and i know that many of you honestly conceptually believe that but in your heart where 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 is your heart settled in that remember i talked about grab your bibles and we were gonna we need to do commercials but we're not gonna do commercials because this is something that's crazy important and you can email and there there is no condemnation and there is no if i'm judging i'm judging a matter spiritually so you can be late, you can be gone with, Michael, don't judge. No, because Jesus says, and you shall judge them spiritually. Study your Bible before you come hollering at me with, don't judge. See, we just got a problem. And I am passionate about people living free. And when you live free, you don't want anything to hinder freedom. You don't want anything to hinder the joy that you're supposed to have and that joy is supposed to be full oh I wish someone would catch this and maybe this is the purpose to liberate you in just the words itself 
maybe this is what's supposed to liberate you tonight. How to live through freedom and deliverance. And if that's you, we're not going to blow your name up because that's not the point of tonight. That's not the point of this moment as you're listening to this. Too many Christians are believers in fear. But let me represent to you what goes down in the kingdom. Too many Christians are believers in fear. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, I want you to see this. For freedom Christ has set us free. And if you are ready to be divorced from freedom, there are just some affirmations that you have to step on. You know, we talk about the soapbox here in, in, in the West. And it's just a box we step on and we begin to talk about what troubles our mind and, you know, the lunacy of, of the moment. Or we want, to, we want to get our heart across and get our mind across so that people can hear. And when we're talking about injustices, you know, we are really quick to get on our soapboxes. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dacking on that. But I want you to get on your soapbox. Because if, if there's anything that you want to discuss, and if you're dealing with fear because you don't want to hurt other people, but guess who's being the one who's being hurt the most? You. You don't want people to look at you funny if you correct them or challenge them out of your freedom. But if you correct them or challenge them out of your fear, it just invokes more chaos, confrontation, conflict, and disgust, and animosity, right? Too many believers believe in fear. For freedom, Christ has set us free. So there, I say this, when I am studying scriptures and I teach this in our churches and ministries, or wherever in our fellowships, I invite others to make your study in first person. So if you step on your, your soapbox, and some of you may need to get up where you are right now, go ahead, because everyone knows when in my fellowships, when I teach, we get moving. We get up and we, we activate the body. Because the body's not being activated enough. The body's been teased, the body's been tricked and trained that you come and sit down and you be entertained by someone at, at the podium. And you live through their anointing. Or you live through their life experiences. And they... they could not care too much about you sitting in the back because they never asked the Holy Spirit what does God have to say in this moment so I want you to stand up and if, if, you, if you think well Michael you are coming down with so many people well you know what there's some responsibility that must be passed around and the spirit of Pharisees and spirit of Sadducees has not left the planet last time I checked check a denomination and check a powerless church for freedom, Christ has set me free. Say that word with me. For freedom, Christ has set me free. Now, you're saying that. Now you have to address the heart in it. Now, to all of you who are born again, and to all of you who are saved, two distinctions, because everyone who's saved must come through born again. Double check your scripture. Study, show yourself approved unto Father. John chapter 3, verse 3 through 5. Brings you to your kingdom birthright. And I want to help you be liberated. So you stand up and you proclaim the scriptures. You make the declaration into your atmosphere, into your territory, 
and yes, into your environment where the people are at. And that may not bode well in the immediate. But let me share this with you in love. You got to catch this. It may not bode well for you in the immediacy of the environment where the people are at or where the sharks are coming around. And, you know, if you step out of line, you'll get bit or you'll get hit or you'll get slapped or you'll get thrown out or you'll get reduced to less than the value, the worth, and the importance that Jesus Christ paid for. And maybe they will scare you by words. You know, if you do something, I'm going to throw you out. If you do this, if you do that, I'm going to get you. For freedom, my Savior has set me free. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. And then the second beginning of the verse, stand firm. See, that is the challenge of the hour. For freedom, Jesus Christ has set me free. Stand firm. Stand firm against what? The atmosphere, the environment, and the territory. Because in any location, in any placement, in any history, where Jesus Christ entered atmosphere, territory, environment, everything was manifested. He shook the dark and he created division. I want you to take a deep breath with me and realize this affirmation is a deep affirmation. And you're just reciting the scriptures into your atmosphere. Well, Michael, you don't understand. I could get blank, fill in the blank. No, he understands because he died for this very moment. His father understands because he made a pledge with his son, Jesus Christ, at the beginning of time when it got goofed up, um, messed up by human beings being tricked and seduced by the crafty one. And father initiated a kingdom audible. And made the pledge with his son. I need you to go down there at an appointed time. And draw my children back to me. But you're going to draw them back to me through your, your death. And the death that you're going to be, go through is going to be. And then he listed it off in the pledge in heaven. Before the cloud of witnesses. Before the myriads of martyrs that sit underneath the table underneath the throne waiting for their revenge and waiting for their deliverance that pledge that happened between Heavenly Father and Yeshua HaMashiach had everything to do with you your redemption your covering you being sealed by the Holy Spirit You having a kingdom home prepared for you. But what if you look at that pledge and you tell that pledge that that pledge has no value to you. That pledge has no worth to you. That pledge has no importance to you because the fear is gripping. The fear is greater than that pledge. Jesus is not going to come from the right hand of Heavenly Father and come back down 
the Via Dead Aroma to the rock and tell them to put a tree back up so I can do it again because the first pledge wasn't good enough. I don't surely know who this is for in this moment, but living through deliverance is not a one-time shot. Meaning, first pitch home run. Everyone's delivered. Because Jesus was the first pitch. He was the home run. He smacked the ball past Pluto. No one can catch the ball because he said, I did it once, I did it once and for all. I did it for all, I did it for once. I will not do it again. Because when I hit this ball, I hit it so far that not even Satan, his fallen angels, minions, imps, anything less than the imp can catch the ball that Jesus hit. It was a home run. That means you can run around the bases and come home and not be tagged out. You don't have to slide. You don't even have to break a sweat. All you have to do is run. So I need you to run. Run the first base like you mean it. Step on the base. Turn. Look out where he hit that ball. Look in the direction where Jesus hit that ball for your freedom. Domestic abuse. Your freedom. Smash the hell out of that. Sexual abuse. Your freedom. Smash the hell out of that. Listen to what I'm saying. Smash the hell out of that. So hell can't come for you. It can make an attempt, but you're closed for business. The words are, he comes like roaring, seeking, seeking who he can steal and destroy. Seeking, that means he's got to find someone open for business. So you're dealing with stepping through deliverance, stepping through the freedom, stepping through the cross, stepping through the crucifixion, stepping through the extension, stepping through the blood. But if you don't step through the blood, but if you do step through the blood and step back through the blood, that means you're not going forward in Christ Jesus. And he's seeking who he can steal, kill, and destroy. If you want your freedom tonight in this moment, step up, declare for freedom. Jesus Christ has set me free. Make your de declaration known into the atmosphere. Make your declaration known into the environment. Make your declaration known into your territory. The words of Jesus Christ cause division. It's earth shattering every time you speak Jesus Christ's name because he has the power in his name. His, his name separates the kingdom of darkness from the kingdom of light. And he is the kingdom of light. His kingdom of light is the presence of the kingdom of Abba Father. See, one kingdom possesses your heart and it's not the kingdom of darkness, my dear friend. Maybe I can get a text message from someone or a short email that this is, this is, this didn't turn left and get into Bahaing in the desert. This isn't just floating around and vultures and blackbirds are scooping us up. See, I want to be on the straight and narrow with you tonight. 
I want you to understand, I was going to go into verses, but we're going to go on night two and night three on this because this is heavy. And this burden of the inability to step into faith and step upon the foundation and step over and step through in the cooperation with the Holy Spirit. This thing right here, this is the game changer. This baby won't grow if you don't mow. And if you don't mow through the grass, then you're going to be caught up in the weeds. Jesus Christ did it once and he did it for all. And your freedom, he has made you free. He has set you free. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand up. Stand firm. You don't need to take a deep breath because the writing says stand firm. See, this is the practical ways of living faith. And yes, I've had to address this myself. But when you address this and you step through deliverance and you're on the other side of deliverance, then anything that comes into the horizon wanting to captivate you and take you back into slavery can't. It gets burned up. Trust and believe that statement. Unless you're doing something willfully dangerous or blaspheming the Holy Spirit or giving the finger to your Heavenly Father, the spirit of fear cannot hinder you stepping through freedom. The spirit of fear cannot hinder you from stepping through the spirit of deliverance. See, this is a spirit that comes to you to deliver you. And it comes with encouragement and the courage and the boldness. See, those are three other, three other spirits. And they supply to you. Well, Michael, what you're talking about is, is nonsense because where's the scripture in that? Well, you have to open up your book and read Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6 verse 14. Are they not rendering spirits sent to help, minister, serve those who are heirs of salvation? We have to, you have to step out of conceptual ideology and step into a kingdom reality. Jesus Christ did it once and Jesus Christ did it for all. Now you have to excuse me because... We're not doing breaks tonight. I'm, I'm simply stepping on the gas. I've locked the doors. Put the temperature on a cool setting so that you won't suffocate on the journey. And we're at 100 miles an hour. Because I need you to focus in the moment as life is passing you by. So that you can get involved in life and you can be a part of what... Your Heavenly Father has for you. But if you can't even trust the Holy Spirit that's in you because you have a fear associated with, I don't know what's going to happen on the other side, then my friend, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. But you can be in the wrong place at the right time and come through your deliverance. See, at some point we have to get down the brass tacks. At some point, this has to be your essential go-to. Think of 
your Savior, what you know of your Savior, what you understand of your Savior, I want you to think about his choice on the Via de Roma when it was given to him, his crown, pressed firmly into his skull. I want you to think about this choice. He had to go through the deliverance for you. Now, if Jesus didn't go for go through the deliverance for you, then we have a whole different conversation because we are following something that's not real. So I want you to go back there to what you understand and what you think, not what you have been told. See, that means you have to do some homework. Open the Gospels up, study the Gospels, show yourself approved unto Father, not to man. Ask him questions. Holy Spirit, show me. I don't understand because I have blockage in my brain because I've been hit too much. I have blockage in my brain because I have been ridiculed and it has shut down my receptors and it has shut down the mental and it has shut down the blocking. And maybe I'm hemorrhaging back there, but I need Holy Spirit. I need you to make this clear for me in this moment. He's on the Via de Roma. Roman soldiers are flanking him. And as he's traversing to the rock, which is a small hill just outside of Jerusalem, he's traversing and being ridiculed by the masses, those Sadducees, those Pharisees, who have waited for this moment to see this one called the Messiah endure this hardship. And certainly he is not going to endure this because no man can endure this cattails, ripping of the skin, hemorrhaging, blunt force trauma to the head, hemorrhaging, eyes shutted, hemorrhaging, lips busted, hemorrhaging, experienced deliverance for you to sit at the, the bridge. Remember at the top of the second half of inspiration I talked about, we can't cross the bridge because the Holy Spirit says it's impossible to cross the bridge when you don't believe in this moment for freedom Christ Jesus has set me free stand firm back to the Ville de Roma because he's making his way to the rock and <clears throat> and he's being flanked by expulsatory words being profaned he falls the, the sustenance, the sustenance of the ground has to enter the body. And what is it like when you have uh, a wound and dirt gets in the wound? It, it, it tears at your brain. It makes you just scream in agony sometimes, right? How much more, Jesus, for your deliverance? It's gripping. He can't see. It's blurred vision. It's hearing because there's maybe there's hemorrhaging. There's blood in his ears coming down because he's taking it all for you deliverance he became your freedom religious can't bring you here only an encounter and experience with the kingdom of heaven can draw you to the gate bring you forward in the gate and supply you the knowledge to cooperate with the Holy Spirit this is why I don't do religion it has failed in every measure to heal the body in Christ Michael, don't hurt the body. They have been hurt enough. Going back to the Via de Roma, 
on his way to the rock. See, he's got to carry this cross. This cross reflects the crucifixion. This cross reflects the sacrifice. So this cross in your life means that you have to carry and sacrifice everything to the cross that you're supposed to be carrying. And if you're carrying the fear, the spirit of fear, that means that's not sacrifice in your life. That means as he walked to this rock, he did this in vain. But the Bible tells me he didn't do it in vain because he did it once and he did it for all. Someone needs to reconcile their spirit of fear associated to their mind that has hindered the heart, that has hindered the practicality of how to live out your faith in a real encounter with a real Messiah who promised you a real spirit who has every great good will, intention, and purpose and functionality for you to advance Father's kingdom as a son and as a daughter. See, this is your moment as we close down here on the radio. We're going to keep it going on the podcast just for a little bit longer. And the same with the live stream. You can send an email over at nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. There's going to be a part two, a part three. We're going to be here until someone sends me an email that, Michael, I am free because of the words of Jesus Christ alone. See, the righteous indignation in me has, has, has come up like a volcano getting ready to explode because I, I frankly don't know how many more conversations I can, I can entertain that I, I'm living in fear, but I'm a minister. I'm living in fear, but nobody sees me in the back of the church. Nobody cares about me, Michael. Be encouraged. Stand up. Get to your platform. For freedom, Jesus Christ has set me free. Stand firm. I will stand firm on the words alone. Proclaim, declare, stand firm. Tomorrow night, Living Through Deliverance, Part 2. Be here again at 1030 on the dot. We'll be here with you. Right here inside the lab, inside Night Moves HDQ, on an, an important topic, an important night. To, we're going to intimidate the spirit of fear and we're going to tell fear to go back to hell where you belong. Until then, this is Michael right here inside the lab. Join me tomorrow night. Night Moods HDQ. Take care. God bless. Ending the show. Not on a somber note, but we're going to go in on the podcast to keep this going. Part one of a part, I don't know, a series on living through deliverance. Because for some, you have to come back to the plate and have the right bat because maybe you're whiffing. Maybe there's been some curveballs that you can't swing at because you've not made the practice of, of hitting the baseball. Maybe you've not made the practice of putting on the uniform the right way and getting on the playing field. Maybe you like being in the stands. I don't know. But see, Jesus did it once and he did it for all. So it should be, it could be intended to be a one-time thing, right? But I would be doing you a disservice to button it up, wrap it up, and then package it, and then present this as 
a conceptual podcast to entreat you how to live through deliverance. I don't even know the phase of how to amass the amount of time to bring you step by step because the phases are different from each and every one. But the declaration and proclamation is the same for each and every one because you stand up and you speak the, the scriptures into your atmosphere and you speak the scriptures into your territory. That's the beginning. So you, you, gotta, you have to come to the point where you choose to believe the scriptures for yourself. Well, they're good for person A. They're good for person B because God loves them more than he loves me. That's a bunch of hell right there. No. He is a respecter of no persons. I would have to be reminded of, of the scriptures that says to that case. But you are loved as the child of God that you are. So you can take those lies and tell those lies to go back to hell. The body has to come to terms with truth. Not come to terms with certain truth. Come to terms with truth. See, on this side of deliverance, it's like you're up on a, a vantage point, an elevation. And I'm so sorry I did not get to the scriptures. We're going to break this down and go into it again for part two and part three. Again, the purpose of of this presentation is to allow you to see that the door has been opened that you can choose to come through deliverance and once you taste deliverance and get on this side of deliverance you'll never want to go back to the other side of deliverance and that is you're a slave to bondage you're a slave to sin you're a slave to inequity you're a slave to transgression you're a slave to the the pits of hell and the abusers who just tolerate you and they know that they can rule over you. So I want you to get on this side of deliverance. I'm passionate about this. But you have to desire the freedom because no man can bring you to the freedom through, excuse me, See, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the function and purpose and responsibilities when you understand him in Galatia, uh, John chapter 7, 16, verse 7 through 14. See, the choice has to become really, really focused with, I need to get through that hole in order to get free. But I can't take all this with me to get through that hole. All this drama, all this baggage, all this histor historical burden that you couldn't fit through this hole if you wanted to, if you could. Because it's not meant to fit through freedom. See, that gets dropped off because your Heavenly Father has so much more valuable so much more worth, so much more of importance for you to pick up and put on new garment, put on new mindset, put on new, a newness as you journey forward cooperating with the Holy Spirit. See, your deliverance has everything to do with your first choice. And do you believe in the first choice? 
because I don't have a second choice. And you truly don't have a second choice when you step through and live through your freedom into deliverance. He did it once and he did it for all. First of a multi-part series as we traverse through this special topic intensive topic intimate hard I don't know how you put terms on this but I go back to what Tim said Michael don't hurt the bride they've been hurt enough how to help you live through deliverance is the first step of believing in what Jesus did for you the Via de Roma the street the 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 cobblestone street, half dirt, half rock, that he had to traverse to the rock. He became your deliverance. In fact, in history, he became your freedom. In fact, and in history. The choice is, do you believe the fact and the historical significance that backs up the entire presentation of, of why he will not come and do it again for your deliverance? See, I didn't share this on the, on the show, but here it's, it's, it's Hebrews 1, Hebrews 12 and 1, excuse me, it's Hebrews 12 and 1. Therefore, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses, those witnesses are the angels surrounding us, putting aside every burden, every weight, and the sin that so easily ensnares us, let us run the race patient with endurance, this race that has been set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the originator and perfecter, the maturer of our faith, the perfecter. The mature, the perfecter, is the teleotase in the Greek. The teleotase, the perfecter. And you being the chosen one of the ecclesia. As we come to the end on the podcast, again, we're going to revisit this. On a series, Living Through Deliverance. Want to hear from you on this one. Nightmoves at HDQ at gmail.com. If anything that has blessed you has brought you through by the power of the Holy Spirit. Helping you to live through your freedom and, and deliverance. I go back to Michael, don't hurt the bride. The bride has been hurt enough. I recognize that. I understand that. I know that. The choice now is in your hands and you get to choose in this moment not waiting for the next moment because you may not get the next moment by the spirit of grace and the spirit of mercy having the spirit of favor supplied to you I will take the first steps that father initiated through his son he initiated first because he has the right 
to initiate the first move. I have it on my power board here in the lab. Father has the right to initiate the first move, and he initiated already for your benefit, for your advantage through his son, and he likened the advantage to the power of the Holy Spirit that he supplied to your heart. Talk to you next time on the second series of Living Through Deliverance, right here, Inside Night Moods HDQ.